guys, my name is Corinne Coulter, and I'm your host for the Education for Tomorrow Alliance, What I Wish I Knew, a podcast about the emerging leaders and the steps they are taking to reach the careers they have envisioned for themselves. We are excited to invite you on this journey as we speak with young professionals from Montgomery County and beyond about their careers, the steps and advice that, that have helped them along their way, and the dreams they have for the future. So sit back, get comfy, and don't forget to take notes so you too can dream big dreams. On today's episode of the What I Wish I Knew podcast, I sit down with Jillian DeFee. Jillian is an interior designer at the DLR Group, a global interior design firm in Houston. She focuses primarily on K-12 education design. As someone who is passionate about the connection between humans and their environment, she designs to the fact that the physical environment has a massive effect on mental and emotional well-being. Jillian's goal on each project is to tailor a unique solution to the environment that supports the total well-being of its inhabitants and translates her clients' passions and visions into reality. This episode was so fun and so inspiring to record. Um, Jillian has a huge heart for service and the way that she um, talks about it and the way that she is doing that through her career was so encouraging to hear. Um, I took down a ton of notes. Um, She talks about the importance of finding mentors to pour into your life and to not stop dreaming. Um, Jillian shares a great story about Um, One of her greatest challenges being to have confidence and believe that she has something to bring to the table despite her age. Um, I think this is a great episode for anybody out there kind of in between careers or in between what major you think you want to do in college. Um, Again, this was such an inspiring episode and um, I hope that you guys enjoy hearing from Jillian. Good morning, Jillian. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you, Corinne? I am doing well. How are you guys? Are you back at the office? Or are you guys still working from home? So many people are from my firm are back in the office. I personally am still working from home at the time, but it's great to have the option to go back in when I need to. So I'm very thankful for that. Yes, yes. Well, I know it's a, it's a big transition kind of season that we're in. So Um, I'm glad that you were able to join me today, and I'm excited to kind of share about um, who you are with our listeners. So um, if you could kind of start us off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Um, Like Corinne said, my name is Jillian DeFee. I am an interior designer with DLR Group. I focus primarily on K-12 education design, and I have a Bachelor of Science um, degree in interior design from Baylor University. Awesome. What, is, what do they say? Sycam- what is it? Sycamore? <laughs> Sycamore. <laughs> Starting to learn what all the different like catchphrases is for universities are on yes. the university <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> awesome. So interior design, I, I think of a lot of different things, but I don't necessarily think about an interior designer working in kind of the education sector within an architecture firm. I mean, I know it's needed, but it's not my first thing that kind of comes to my mind whenever I think about that. So what do you feel like you were being called to when you selected this career and going that path within interior designing? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, this is a really great question and one that um, I think is worth talking about because I think a lot of people think that choosing your career is a pretty linear path. Um, and I am a person that has personal testament to the fact that it definitely is not always linear. Um, so for me, my journey of discovering what that word calling meant to me was, yeah. I'd say, quite the lengthy process. Um, but I'd say it was also so worth it. Um, when I was finishing up high school, I had many diverse interests from band. I loved music and was in band for since sixth grade. Um, I loved art, photography. I was really passionate about the French language and culture and still am. I loved aerospace engineering and the adventure of space. Um, math. I mean, the list honestly just goes on and I can, you can probably tell that there's not much of a theme between yeah. all of those. It's just kind of random. Um, so I really just didn't have a clear focus on a single career path that I wanted to take. So that kind of um, gap between high school and going into college, finishing up high school, going to college was a difficult one for me. Um, I tried to boil down all of these interests and find a common theme that connected them to give me some semblance of a direction going into college. Um, but what I found was that that quote unquote answer that I was looking for just really never came for me in the manner that I expected it to. Mm -hmm. um, but here's what I do know is that I did want to do something and I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to do something that would allow me to love others, to explore, and to solve problems, and to help improve other people's quality of life. And I'd say that those processing through all of these diverse interests, those things were the ones that I found that I really cared about when it came down to the, to the line. Yeah. So going into college, that's where I started. Um, I began as a business major with a music performance minor, and I did that for a semester and then kind of switched gears. So I was introduced to interior design, both the major and the profession as a whole, at a career and majors fair at my university. Um, and just a shameless plug, go to these. If you yeah. have any questions about career path or majors, or if you feel confused, seek out what the university that you're going to go to offers on this subject, because there's no shame in attending. and for me, it was so helpful, so I can promise that it will be helpful for you too. Yeah. Um, so after I talked with professors in interior design, I was intrigued enough that I felt in my heart that, hey, this is just the next right thing for me to do. And so I took the leap and I'd gotta say it was worth it. Um, and I'd say that, you know, a lot of people would think that when you choose your major and you start, you know, on the path of taking classes that it starts to feel secure quickly and like yes this is where I belong and for me that was a really gradual process I knew that I had these interests and was intrigued by all of the things about architecture design um, and everything that went along with it but to feel at home I'd say was a gradual process and so um, I think it's a process of learning to love what you do um, and it doesn't always have to be so instant as people might make it seem. Yeah I love that that I I had that exact same exact same feeling in trying yeah. different careers and I, I graduated the business degree and you can do anything with that and yeah. I remember going through that process of 
is this what I want to do? How do I learn to love this? And then just one day it clicked and I was like, this is it. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It definitely takes time. Love that. And thank you for speaking to the importance of going to those careers and major fairs. Um, at some of the high schools locally do some of those. And so awesome. encourage listeners, if your school provides that, whether that's virtually or in person, like Jillian said, take advantage of that and you never know what you'll learn. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So what do you, did you do? So you, you selected your, your major and you kind of selected that this is the career you're wanting. Did you do any, like, what did you do to help you prepare for that? Did you, do you have to do an internship or um, did you have extra schooling or people that kind of helped you along the way? Yes, absolutely. So when I started as an interior design major, um, I'd say that I was really confused, first of all, because it was very different, a different type of learning even than what I was experiencing in music and even in business. It's obviously much more project-based learning. And um, whereas with business classes, I was taking more tests and quizzes and maybe doing mock interviews, stuff like that. Um, so the whole just premise of what I was doing looked very different at this point. So what I immediately sought out was people who did know what they were doing. And um, I found those, those people in mentors. Um, and so, yes, there was an internship that I had to do, and I can talk about that more. But I'd say that the one kind of common theme that threaded all of my experiences together um, in getting more comfortable with interior design and then moving through my schooling and into my career um, was definitely and is still mentorship. Um, I think that the experience of having an internship, the experience of going through college, going through school, those things are really helpful. But I think having someone to walk with you through them is even more invaluable, like through the highs and lows, through the ups and downs, because when you don't know where to go next, it's really helpful and comforting, I'd even say, to have someone who's been there or maybe even hasn't been in your exact shoes, but knows what it's like to critically navigate through the good things and the hard things and to have them walk with you in your situation. So I sought out mentorship in my teachers, my professors, the people that I knew well in my personal community, and I found people in a related field. And I'd even say look for people in a non-related field too, so that you can get such a diverse perspective on just being a professional or walking through what we like to call uh, adulting. You yeah. say it's a, it's difficult, and we nobody's expected to know how to do these things right whenever you come out of school or are going into school because you've never done it before. Right. So it's so helpful to have people on your team, as I like to say. Um, I feel like having those multiple multiple perspectives gives you such a holistic view of um, of what you're doing and where you're going. And so, I don't know, this whole theme of mentorship really confused me for a while. And I, like I mentioned earlier, was going to the career fair, there was some shame attached to that with this performance-based um, mentality that I had. And so even seeking out help was really hard for me. Mm -hmm. And so what I would say to any listeners out there who say, well, ooh, I don't really know how to start. I don't know how to find people. People probably don't even care. They're too busy. I just say, you know, Seek out someone that you trust and feel that you can be vulnerable with um, because it takes vulnerability um, and ask them to just 
hey, would you be willing to walk with me in the process that I'm in? I'm looking to go to college somewhere or I'm looking to start into the workforce and I'm just not sure what that looks like. So would you be willing to walk with me in that? And then I think another valuable piece too is to describe to that person what you see in them that drew you to them. Like if they're a really insightful person and they have great ideas and that's what drew you to them and made you think that's who I want to talk to, then tell them that because that's not only honoring to them, but it also shapes your conversations there on out, I'd say. And so, um, yeah, people want to see you succeed. And so I think putting that shame and embarrassment aside will do so much more good than any harm you ever thought it could do. Um, and I think that mentorship, even if you learn it, practice it early, early on, as early as you possibly can, it will be something that is valuable for the rest of your days. And I'm so early in my career and I'm already seeing just incredible things come out of it. And so, Karen, you also asked about internships. Yes, I had the amazing privilege of interning with the firm that I currently work for. And mentorship, I'd say, was one of the most important things that was um, handed to me, not, not even really handed to me, but offered. And then we had to take advantage of it if we wanted it. And so I, I had the privilege of learning that um, through working with a company that really valued people um, and values people and walks with people through their personal journey. So yes, the practices of doing all the things are important, but it's having people to walk with you through them that I think really matters. Yeah. Yeah, I just took a whole bunch of notes. So listeners, I hope you did too. (laughs) I'm taking notes too, learning every day. (laughs) All right, so we're going to take a short break. For the fall of 2020, Education for Tomorrow Alliance is excited to launch our Distinguished Speaker Series, Leaders. These events will be held twice a month starting in September, and they are for local high school students to um, join in and listen from uh, distinguished professionals from various industries and careers. Um, This is an opportunity for students to learn about um, where professionals have come from, where they're headed, and what they've learned along their journey. These sessions will take place on the first and third Thursday of every month starting September 17th via Zoom from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Registration is required to attend, so please visit www.efta-us.org to register. Welcome back. We are having uh, we have the opportunity today to be speaking with Jillian Defee, who is an interior designer at the DLR Group in the Houston area. Um, you, We've learned about you. We've learned about how you've selected your career, um, kind of the importance of mentors and the importance of asking the questions and seeking that um, kind of help and advice along the way. You are new-ish into your career. What do you feel like as you've made that transition out of college and into the working world has been your greatest challenge? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And it's one that I've been thinking a lot about lately um, and walking with my mentors personally on. Um, My greatest challenge coming into, through, and even out of college has definitely been building confidence. 
Um, I think the process of believing deep in my heart that I have something to bring to the table and then acting because of that belief, um, walking out in that confidence, you could say, um, has been really challenging for me. Um, I think that there is a big challenge on the table when you are early in your career coming out of school there might be some pressures and I've definitely felt these pressures whether they're from placed on other people from wounds that I have in the past or if there's something that I'm just placing on myself um, pressure because of my age um, because I'm not experienced as other people it's just a hard time and so I think definitely the challenge that I'm currently working through is building that confidence and knowing that, hey, there's always room for me to grow. It is trial and error that will grow and stretch me, um, but it, I have to actually try and I need to use my voice and speak up and bring my ideas to the table, which is really important in all fields and especially in design fields where creativity is key. Yeah. I like that you said the one that you're working through now. Yeah. I mean, that really speaks to, you go through challenge, and you kind of mentioned that adulting, you're gonna go through different challenges, whether it's in with work or life or whatever. And I think being able to acknowledge that that's what you're going through now and the one that you're working on with your yeah. members and within yourself and with family, I think that that is, um, a really strong kind of attribute to be able to to notice that and very I don't know I kind of I love that I admire that and that you're able to um, acknowledge that and work through it and learn from it so um, yeah that's really good well it's definitely a process it's a journey and like I was mentioning earlier with the the shame that can be attached mm -hmm. to not doing adulting right yeah. um, this is a huge part of that. And I think everyone has room to maybe grow in their confidence. And um, that's definitely where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, thank you for, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. So what's your, what's your kind of greatest accomplishment or proudest moment thus far? Oh, yeah. I think that this one is actually pretty recent. So um, very recently, obviously we are in the middle of, the COVID-19 pandemic mm -hmm. um, and because I work primarily with K-12 education design um, I was asked to help some, a, a small team in my firm build and create a website and some data dashboards to display data that we collected through um, some research initiatives in order to rethink K through 12 education in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, which really just made me so excited because I have a huge passion for research. And so um, I was so grateful to get to be a part of this project. And so while it sounds glamorous, this was a completely new journey for me. Um, I applying research to data and then making visualizations out of that data it was a lot and I had to learn a lot of new computer programs very quickly and then put them to work quickly and make um, deliverables fast and so um, it was it was a lot but I will say again hey this is where mentorship comes in because I started to immediately feel inadequate and 
oh no, what am I going to do? Tight timeline. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to people that did know what they were doing and asked them for help. And that was a super helpful thing to do, definitely for the project, but also just for me personally. Um, I found other people in the firm who were more proficient with the tools that I needed to use. And when asking them for help, what I thought was going to ha happen was just we would, you know, make the connection, they would help, I could, um, you know, gain from that, and then we'd move on. But what I didn't know was going to happen was that these um, connections from across our firm, so across the country, um, have turned into amazing mentorship relationships now that this quick project has now created, I'd say, even lifelong friendships in some, um, in some cases. So yeah, I was given the opportunity to even help sharing that research out to our, um, to our clients. And those research outcomes uh, were presented in that website that we built. And that was over 300 people virtually, yes. But um, gosh, it was an amazing opportunity. And the whole process, I'd say, was a really defining time in growing my confidence, which mm -hmm. is definitely my greatest challenge. So um, yeah, that's been a really, really fun thing in the past even six months now that I've gotten to be a part of. Yeah, that is a big, that's a big undertaking. One website not yeah. I've ever had to strengthen, but also kind of what you said, navigating this of what our schools would be in the middle of the pandemic and how to keep it safe and clean and working with people across the country that are all experiencing this very different than maybe we are here in the Houston area. And Absolutely. So that, that is one, yeah. That, yeah. I would count that too as a proud moment. <laughs> So where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, that's a question. Um, <laughs> One of my favorites every time I ask. You get the like, I want to be on a beach. And then like, I want to be retired. And I'm like, we're still young professionals, people. <laughs> well, I'll give you an, a different answer. And that is that I just am not fully sure. Right. Um, I, I really love my job. I love the people that I work with and I deeply love what I'm doing. Like I said, I was helping with website building and research and data visualization and I'm an interior designer. Right. That's one thing I really love about where I work is this diversification that's an option if you choose it and you pursue it. I, I'm so grateful for that. I mean, I'm confident that I'm getting the best experience that I possibly could be getting um, for where I am right now. Um, and I'm so grateful. So, I mean, maybe one day I'll pursue further education. I love research, like I said, so I could see myself diving deeper into design research and application, not through schooling or higher education. I mean, really, who knows? Um, there's a lot of unknowns like I mentioned earlier, but I do know that I want to continue using that design to elevate the human experience. Um, it's my deep desire to find design solutions to social problems that I care about, um, like bullying and equity. Um, I want to keep loving others and discover more really what that actually means to care for others. Um, and through design even. And I wanna keep solving problems. And I'd say most of all, I want to keep dreaming. Mm -hmm. and so I really have a hard time putting concrete answers to a five-year plan, but those are some of my goals for myself that um, yeah, are more, I'd say, broad. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's great because part of our thing with this podcast is encouraging our listeners to dream the big dreams. I mean, not yes. 
while five years is the answer that I, uh, the question that I asked, so because it's a little more, we can make it a short answer yes. to a question. Um, <laughs> putting limits on where you envision yourselves and the dreams that you are thinking for yourself and future family and everything, I feel like doesn't, I don't need to limit that. I just Absolutely do it for not. time's sake, so. <laughs> Definitely so. <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, so we like to end um, our podcast. A lot of our listeners are high school students, whether they're here in Montgomery County or you found our podcast somewhere else and you're joining us each episode each week. Um, what would you go back and tell your high school self, like your 17, 18 year old self? What would that piece of advice be? Well, you literally just said what I was going to say. Oh, I <laughs> know that's amazing. And I think it's awesome that the, the um, motivation for this podcast is to continue inspiring people to dream. And that right there would be what I would say. Do not forget to dream. Um, I look back now and I see my 17 to 18 year old self as a young woman trying to do the best at everything. Like I said, so many diverse interests and really my motivation was to just be good at them. Mm -hmm. Why? Maybe to be noticed. I don't know. And that's, that's kind of shameful to admit, but I didn't know it then, but I do know now that I was crippled under the pressure to perform and to, let's say in air quotes, do life the right way. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't see it at the time, but what it really did was set me on a course of believing that my happiness and my self-worth was in some way derived from my accomplishments. Um, and what I think is that society today tells us that it's what you show for the things that you've done that matters. And gosh, I just got to say that I really don't agree with that. Um, the truth is that you, listener, um, are inherently gifted and talented in your own unique way. Um, you have passions inside of you that are waiting to break free, and the world really, really needs what your heart burns for, not a trophy or an accolade that you can show for it. Um, and that really just hits home with me. It's something I have to tell myself a lot. Um, let yourself dream again. I mean, this is the prime time. You have all the opportunities in the world to think big, dream big. I mean, the world is your oyster, as some people mm -hmm. say. It's right there at your fingertips. I mean, think back to what did you want to be when you were a little kid? Think about that. Put yourself in that exact mentality that you had when you realized, oh, I love that, that thing, whatever it might be. For me, like, I wanted to be an astronaut. And today, I think about being an astronaut and going to space. And no lie, my heart sets ablaze. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And no, my career is not an astronaut right now. But for me, it's the practice of dreaming mm -hmm. and setting my mind on the things of the unknown that really gets me excited. And those are things that I can apply to my life and my career. That's why I said I love solving problems because it's the unknown that's all around that. So whether your dream is to be a doctor or a brain surgeon one day, and that's really what you're going to pursue, I'd say go for it. Um, and if your path ends up looking different, hey, that's because it was meant, for, meant to be that way. And so don't forget to dream. I mean, you're never too old and we need what you got. Yeah. 
yes to all of that. <laughs> I'm very passionate about that subject. I so much it. so. No, I I can't it. make it if I don't dream. It, it's so important. It's so important to our joy. Yeah. Are you a, this is more just a like, second question. Are you like a dream board creator? We have a, we have a leadership program where we, right now are having kids create kind of their 10 year vision board of dream board of where they envision themselves. Are you kind of that thinker? I mean, you're creative, so I think so, but I also don't know that that's everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> Um, I think I probably love it and maybe struggle with it at the same time. Like That's the five-year plan thing, putting like bounds on myself is a little challenging sometimes, but when you can think about taking those boundaries away, I mean, a dream board is not going to decide the course of your life. It just helps you focus. And so I think I might love it. Yeah. Um, I think I might really love that. That's such a fun activity. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always a fun one to hear how, our students kind of process and where they see themselves. Yeah. You learn about, we learn about our students in interviews and things like that, but that really gives us an opportunity to really learn about who they are, what makes yeah. them tick. So definitely well, thank you so much. Um, so yeah. our fun questions, we end each podcast episode with just some more get to know you um, on, a, on a more fun scale. So awesome. when you're not at work, how do you like to fill your day? Well, I, love being outside and I've got to say these past few days have been very nice weather here in Houston it's starting to get cooler and I love the cool weather um so I love spending time outside um I love to exercise go on runs just it clears my mind a lot hanging out with close friends and family and people in my community is really important to me um and of course watching videos about space travel <laughs> Which there's a new, another side note, there's a new Netflix on the Challenger. Yeah. Um, I have a documentary. I don't know if it's new. I actually just saw it. So I don't, or like saw it pop up. So that yeah. might be one that you spend. I just, I just started to watch it the other day. Oh, okay. Um, haven't finished it yet, but I'm excited too. It's a really sad story, but it's cool to see how far space travels come since then. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay, and best piece of, piece of advice for our listeners that are wanting to enter into your career uh, of interior design. Okay, so this piece of advice I learned during my internship, and it's something that my um, a great mentor of mine and someone I currently work with um, has continued to tell me even throughout the few short years that I've known them. Um, and what he says is, hey, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it's all small stuff. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that just like frees me up to dream like what we were saying and to really think big and even practically apply my dreams um, to my daily life. That has been so important to me. So I can't take credit for that one, but uh, it's stuck with me ever since he shared it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jillian. I, um, we met this summer whenever you helped in our online internship program, and I um, knew that you were someone that I wanted to have on this podcast, and I'm really thankful that you were able to join me and um, just some of your um, pieces about never to stop dreaming and the importance of mentorships. And um, I love what you said about describing what you see in that person and uh, being yeah. an attribute that you're wanting to learn from them and helping shape that conversation. And um, I think that is a really, that's a really key thing for um, 
listeners in any profession. So um, I enjoyed speaking with you. Students, if you'd like to, or listeners, I guess, um, if you'd like to learn more about Education for Tomorrow Alliance and the programs that we run both virtually and in person when we're allowed, you can visit our website at www.efta-us.org to learn more. Jillian, thank you so much. I hope that thank you have rest of your day. Stay safe. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you soon. You as well. Thank you so much.